Wait, the magic's dying. I, I made a vow to myself to be polite. To me? And not start on a fight. How's that going? spread love and positivity over anything else. One take one, Marcus. And to be present with you today. Wow, what's up? I just, you know, last time you came in here, I was feeling a little overstimmy, mm-hmm. overstimulated. Yeah. And I felt like it was just a whirlwind and it all ended. And I was like, wow, I didn't even get to enjoy my friend being here. That is so sweet. And, you know, we always are fighting. And I just want to say, <laughs> we look so good together with so the colors cute. of this background. And we unintentionally planned it. And I think I might be a light lip lady. Real? Oh, it matches your shirt very well. Thank you. And I think it also helps. I don't want to sound. Okay, maybe I'll just shut my mouth. No, no, you need to say it. Well, you were just, you were menstruating last time you were here. <laughs> I was on edge last time you were here. It was like a recipe for fire. Right. But we're always fighting, but we're never really fighting. Never real. Well, I would say <gasps> I'm there's never one, really fighting. No, there's been one or two times on the podcast where it's been like, oh, we had to work through it in real time on the podcast. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to see the receipts. So I don't buy it. Okay, so what's going on? How's it going? I mean, I have a full fucking body rash right now. Why? I don't know. I have tiny little bumps all over my body. Like you can feel them. They're creeping up my arm. Should we be this my... close? I don't think they're contagious. You're literally touching me. I really don't think it's contagious. I think most rashes are what we would call contagious. I don't. I think this is like an allergic thing because Joe doesn't have it. And we share a bed. And I shared a bed with Sarah and she doesn't have it. It's all over my body. Is it itchy? Yeah, behind my ear it is. Are the mosquitoes out in LA? Mm, Yes. Okay. 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 I'm just a rash girl. Well, we. I'm just a rash girl. That's, by the way, me doing the idol song. What? I'm just a freak. Yeah, you know I want it bad. You're a super fan. I am a super fan. That show sucks so much cock, and I'm like, ah. Are you edging for a season two? No, I couldn't handle it. I like literally couldn't handle it. I forgot that the finale was airing and then I was in the bath and I was like, oh my God, the idol's been out. I should probably see that fucking dumpster fire. And I did. And it was even worse. Have you not already? I think you've talked about this already. I'm just saying I finished the series. It was awful. It was awful. And then I went to watch some gay shit on HBO Max. What gay shit? And well. And just like that? No, no, no. I'm not that gay. Oh. There's levels to my gay. (laughs) I watched a documentary on Rock Hudson because you know I loved Hollywood. That's my favorite Ryan Murphy production of all time. Yeah. And he's not going to make a second season, which truly breaks my heart. But there was a documentary on him. Yeah. And I didn't realize. like, he I don't was, even know who this is. Oh, he was like a superstar of a generation when mm. Hollywood was in its golden age. Well, I don't know when Hollywood was. he gay? And he was gay, but he played. So there was like this manager that would really amp people up to play into the straight. And he was a straight icon in movies and tv and film but behind closed doors he was living this outwardly gay life and he actually did uh die of aids which is horribly tragic i didn't actually which is weird i don't remember tv shows i'm sure it was documented in the ryan murphy show that Mm -hmm. i claimed to be one of my favorites and how did i not remember that if it didn't make it through his disease it might not have it may have i don't there could have just been a card at the end of it that was like he had aids eventually anyway the only reason i brought this up is because i went on to the platform and I saw the idol had been watched through episode five on my account. Was and I Shane was like, sneaky watching? I walked downstairs and I was like, you motherfucker. Are you watching the idol without me? I thought we declared this trash the first episode. We watched it together. Is he watching it too? I don't know. And then I said, well, what do you think? And he was like, eh. 
And I was like, can you elaborate? Like, can you give me your thoughts, feelings, and opinions? This rash is really driving you wild, huh? It's very itchy. Continue. <laughs> She's fine. And I found out he watched it without me. And what a I was weirdo. Like, if I would have had somebody to watch it with, maybe I would have tried consuming it. I just The didn't... fact that his response was just, eh, is disturbing to me. <laughs> like, I need, we need to go to lunch with him now. Like, he's coming to lunch now. I'm so food sick. I can't handle it. Chris, are you sick of eating? No. Oh. I love food. I've been overdosed. I'm so upset about what I've been seeing on the internet. You guys have been having the best fucking time over here, literally having parties and eating fucking the best looking shit I've seen in my life. Bounce houses. The house is full of balloons and joy. And I walk in and everyone's like, party's over. There's no food left. I am sick of specifically cake. Yeah. We consumed a lot of cake. I I was just offered some dry oatmeal. I well no, there's also <laughs> the kidding. ice cream cake from There's some Cold leftover Stone. pizza in the fridge. There's the sheet cake. There's <laughs> twenty boxes of pizza because I thought my entire family was coming over to consume it, and they're like, "We're good." They didn't come. Oh, uh, sh- <laughs> Chris, but I'm not. Not all rashes, rashes are contagious. contagious. Which I'm. It's a gamble, you know. Like, will I catch Lizzie's? Will I not? Well, if you do, then we can mm-hmm. narrow down some of the causes, right? At least it's not stress. Right now, I think it's stress. I think it's a stress-induced rash. Are you stressed out? Oh yeah. I fear to ask what you're stressed about. No, I think I've just been. We, I don't know. It's let's. It's fine. I'm not stressed or itchy or rashy. Um. Well, while you guys were having fun, I was paing on a non-union photo shoot set. I kept asking you what that was for, and I just got picture responses, but you never told me what it was. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it was, which is so funny because like you do these little like print ad shoots, and they're like. It's like shrouded in secrecy. It's like a no posting policy on set. And it's like, dude, no one gives a fuck about your product. Were there superstars there? No, that's the thing. There's not a single superstar there. It's not like it's an Apple campaign. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's not new tech. It's nothing innovative or cool or whatever. And they're just like, you cannot tell anybody you were here. And it's like. It was for nurses scrubs. Like, oh, so then you're gonna- <laughs> like literally, like girl, these like no one gives a fuck. Like this is like an internalized photo shoot and you're it doing was non-union? for your company. They're not even paying their people. No, I, mean, I, I don't know. Well, they're paying regular. They're paying minimum wage, but no matter they were paying above minimum. And are wage. you still paying off those Taylor Swift tickets? Or are you trying to go to Taylor Swift again? Why are you taking that job? No, now I'm taking the job because the government took back my fucking oh. foster kid money. <laughs> <laughs> paying the government back for the money they gifted me and then rescinded and you spent all of that of course i spent all of it are you kidding what are you reckless on because i feel like you're not that reckless with your spending because it took you seven months to execute (laughs) buying new balances that like i know it's like a spendy shoe but Uh it's like if you lost 16 grand how could you not justify 150 on new balances i didn't lose 16 grand i I I, lost seven thousand dollars half of that that's quite a <laughs> substantial chunk of money yeah it is what, what have you been doing no like, i mean to some degree i'm like a money hoarder so when i got that money i like distributed it to my various savings accounts and now you just can't find it well i'm not going to give that uh, money back you know what i mean so it just goes uh, it goes it clears out of my checking account but i like to keep my checking account at a certain area uh-huh no. and i also went to three broadway plays <laughs> <laughs> in new york city <laughs> And took my dad. <laughs> well, we finally were able to announce that we're pregnant. Thank God. I've been so sick of your weird sneaky bitch shit. I mean, because it's the least sneaky shit 
ever. I know. Chris, he's like, don't tell anyone we're pregnant. I'm like, you told no, everyone no, no, you're pregnant. No, 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 no. I didn't ever tell you to not tell anyone. You're, I bet I every everyone. one of your friends. They not, all know. Like everyone you know <laughs> is allowed to know. It just wasn't like a public internet-y thing. Not that we were hiding it. Like we were right. talking about like me reading baby books and me like, like I feel like you would have heard if our transfer didn't take. Yeah. Um, but I still think like the further we got into it and even though we had gone to the Seattle to go to the ultrasound, I just felt like waiting until we got into the second trimester especially with it being twins was the safest thing to do mm-hmm. um a lot of like even the doctor when we went to the office we were like well when should you announce or tell people that you are and he's like really there's no rules like right. a lot of women will wait until they're 12 weeks but you can do whatever you want like you as can two celebrate. gay men you can choose whenever the fuck to announce <laughs> That was the other thing is like we post the video and for the first two days, it's like so positive. Everyone that watches has been watching the journey that Mm -hmm. like uh, just like follow our lives in general. We're like over the moon excited for us. And then YouTube, God love them, put us on the trending page. Girl. Here comes the <laughs> shit storm of nasty train. And we already took like a different approach than like what I think we would have done like had we not just considered everything because most people when they do their pregnancy announcements they'll do like the ultrasound photo or they'll mm-hmm. do like like we didn't do a photo together announcing the pregnancy and that is because like and it, people are shitting on you for that no no no, we didn't i'm saying and this is with us having had taken precautions because i did feel a little what weird were the, i'm so sorry i'm confused what you're talking about well because the video was titled we're pregnant right. and like a lot of people that don't haven't followed our journey clicked on the video and they're like well you're not pregnant and i, I was mean like, do that and I'm like, dear well, men, I understand we're not, but like, how else do you want me to concisely put this in a title for everyone? Oh, they're to upset understand? about your word choice. No, I think they think I think they think we're delusional and believing we're pregnant. Well, then they're, they're just dumb just, as fucking rocks. I think there's a <laughs> lot of yes, I understand what you're saying, but you know the wide world that like, we're living you don't, in. I right get now. that you might not want to call a stranger a dummy, but like you a dummy if you thought he thought he was pregnant. Well, <laughs> even Chris last night was like, well, husbands. Well, you can say your theory. What, what well, I, I was saying that straight men will say we're pregnant when you're in a straight relationship. Yeah, I would say we're pregnant and Joe's not carrying. Yeah. And so, I, you know, and I've never heard a straight man say that we're pregnant and someone say you can't get pregnant because it's like, yeah, he's speaking on behalf of the relationship. And it's and like of... I understand even when people like when bigger celebrities go through like people to announce uh-huh. their pregnancies, they'll be like blank and blank are expecting baby, a baby or twins via surrogacy. Who gives a flying fuck? I understand. But then it's just like everyone has all these qualms about surrogacy, straight or gay. Mm-hmm. Like it is. And I think because you're getting one slice of the two year puzzle Mm -hmm. inside of that video with us saying we're pregnant, it's just like, and I don't like after I saw that it was trending, I personally just dipped out. I was like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I don't need to. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Cause like, why would I be wallowing in that? I'm so over the moon that like there's happy, healthy babies growing and I'm just saying, like, we had, we already had considered that because, like, if I was. You just, had considered negative response. Yes, okay. 100%. That's why I didn't post because no, we have I just photos to clarify of, them of what that was that you'd consider. In present day, looking more full. I mean, you've seen them. But, like, if oh, we. What size are they right now? 
Uh, oranges. Still? Well, yeah. That. Oh, it's the same week. Yeah. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> they, it blends quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we really would have gone all out, we would have like held our ultrasound photos. But I felt... Who fucking cares? I know, but I even felt a little weird about that because I'm like, well, it just for the surrogate's privacy, it's not like I was like asking the approval or denial of that. I was just like, well, it isn't my body. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I don't feel comfortable necessarily. Like, oh, showing the the x-ray of her uterus? Yes. And, it, and Honestly, then, my biggest fear is someone sees the inside of my uterus. So that was really very, No. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. But now it is like more than anything. I'm just glad that we can like even here on the podcast talk freely about talk it. about it. Or He's like ha- talk he had about me bleep a vlog, Chris. Well, yeah, because I was like, he's, I was like, make a wish. And I was like, healthy babies or something like that. And he was like, you got to bleep that. Nobody knows we're pregnant. I was like, you've posted five vlogs about (laughs) artificially inseminating a bitch. I think people know you're fucking pregnant, bro. Like what? Uh, And a lot of people are rightfully so confused about the process. And I have a whole playlist on my, I know people that watch the podcast all know this. I'm, I'm talking to no one right now because if you watch the podcast, I'm sure you watch watch the vlogs. vlogs. So like, this is speaking to like a larger world Mm -hmm. that doesn't even watch or consume the videos to begin with. So it doesn't even matter. Um, well, I'm excited. Thank you. I saw it in people because when I look, I read people every morning to like find stories for the podcast, and mm-hmm. they were they were fucking on it. No way! <laughs> it was so exciting. I love when that happens. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Those my friends. She did send it to me, and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but it's been very fun, kind of dreaming about what the nursery will be, putting together like a master list of all of the products uh, both for need- the nursery and just like day to day care for a newborn. Can I ask some nursery questions? Yeah. Are you guys just focusing on one room for the twins at the moment and then expanding to the other room or just... Yeah, but even a lot of comments on both the vlog and the podcast are a lot of twin moms and they're saying like, good luck even trying to get them in separate rooms for a very, very, very long time. Like they're like, I have 14 year old twins and they wouldn't go out of separate... They wouldn't take separate rooms even if I bet, right. you know? Um, so I think for a very long time, it will be that room. I'm going to set up the nursery with these... I believe it's like nest egg cribs where they come as like bassinets that you can will around, but then they are extendable twice more. Cute. So that's a full crib and it can also be a toddler bed. Uh-huh. Um, but I think we'll start with bassinets in the bedroom mm-hmm. and then they can slowly like make their way down to the nursery as needed. Cute. But I uh, did the whole course of taking care of babies, which I found so helpful like because that is this the stage of parenting that scares me is the very very newborn mm-hmm. because it's so foreign to me mm-hmm. and i don't have a lot of friends that have newborns um but i feel like knowledge is power even though i don't know what i'm getting myself into until it's there like you never you can pre- you can never know too much i can prepare as much as i physically can mm-hmm. but you're never going to know what it's like to have to infant babies right in front of you but i felt like she's a she was a longtime nurse and uh her husband's an OBGYN, i believe and then she was like asleep she practices whatever it's a very great course and now i'm reading the happiest baby on the block both of them coincide in like similar methods the happiest baby on the block is a guy that believes uh babies should have a fourth trimester but evolution has made it so that our heads because like as humans um our brains a fourth are, trimester yes so there's three trimesters in pregnancy right. he's saying so the same duration of a trimester but added on yes and he's saying because evolutionary lee mm-hmm. um 
humans, our survival mechanism is our brains. You know, mm-hmm. like horses or alpacas, they come out with limbs and they're able to walk because they need to run from predators. Mm-hmm. Us, we use our brains and our brains are so big that if we have to give birth, well, women have to give birth at nine months or the brain would be too big and it would kill women at birth, mm-hmm. but the babies aren't actually ready to come out. And that's why recreating womb-like sensations oh. is the way to uh, like act in those first three mm-hmm. months because it's that's beautiful yeah and so i found it's a kind lot of, of like marsupials mm-hmm. like come back into my little pouch baby and a lot of and a newborn is such a lump a lot of people immediately go to colic like a lot of doctors will just oh, say your fussy. babies have colic and yeah. while colic does exist both of these practices are kind of teaching while that's not always the scenario we just in america don't ne- necessarily like he's like in other countries colic is pretty much obsolete. So they're very fascinating things. If you have more like recommendations for me to take on after those, I'd love them. I'm also going to take a CPR class, obviously, because that's something that's scary. If you want to do that together, I would love to do that together because I'm always terrified when I'm alone with the babies Mm -hmm. that I'm like, my first impulse is just like, I'm reaching in and grabbing it. Whatever it is, like I'm going in with these fingers and we're pulling it out. That's my first impulse, which is horrifying, wow. right? What is I the, mean, what yeah, do we do? it's scary. That's yeah. why we've got to go to a CPR class. I c- can you imagine being home alone and being like, <gasps> no, 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 I would die. And yeah, I'm just doing all the stroller reset search, all like all the things. Yeah. So products that you love, please drop them below. Cause I know there's lots of moms that uh, watch, Swear by watch the podcast mm-hmm. and love things. Um, and it's really fun going down this rabbit hole and getting excited and preparing. And it's just like, it's such like an exciting time yeah. in life, you know, like, it's just like, there's a buzz because you're just like, oh my gosh. I... I it's they're not my babies but like it feel I feel as excited to some degree like when we went to your house and went swimming I was like you need to cover this pool so we can bop our babies up in here I can't wait yeah Shane's mom was like next fourth of July there will be little babies I'm like oh my gosh well even just seeing the tiny onesies like they're just so fucking little and like oh I'm so excited me too I want to just like lay on the couch with them and we will and just hold them and yeah and have to be see beings you and I will just be able to work and when they get fussy we can show them the refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> that is another thing that they because life is so stimulating that like lights and refrigerator mm-hmm. going on a tour of the house I didn't know that I th- well, I've already told you this but I didn't know that but in my mind I was like maybe we should just because when Haley had her baby and it's like when she was fussy I was like maybe we should just show her some shit yeah like she's just like sus as fuck like this ain't where I've been from so like what's going on here so I was like sure what's in the fridge like she has a right to know she's probably like <laughs> what's in that fucking cabinet bro like what are you hiding that's weird <laughs> so when I would open the fridge and show it to her she'd just kind of be like huh okay Mm. mayonnaise that's fine (laughs) (laughs) and Haley also had a big light on the top of her ceiling in the living room which is where we were spending a lot of time with baby lily she just looked up at it and i was like is that the big booby in the sky Mm -hmm. because it and it's but it's because of the light it also looks like a titty everything's an amusement park for them you know visually because the you know and um you can get like black books for uh black and white books so that they're not overstimulated by the images in it oh wow and like little fabric ones that make like a sound that's kind of nice well let's go get some Okay. I'll get your I'll get them some. It's so fun. Like I'm telling yeah. you, it's so fun just to like prepare. I'm literally not even kidding. When we walked by the onesies in the bags at your house, like my whole heart was bursting. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just so excited. <laughs> 
and you're having anxiety about the same thing, I guess. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh. want to rain on your parade. Uh. Oh, no. Go for it. <laughs> no, I'm just tripping, bro. Like, I am fucking trip. I could cry right now. Why? I'm, I cried all the way here. Why? Well, I miss Jelly really bad. I was having what horrible... What about the plane brought that upon? I'm, I was actually wondering, like, I could literally cry right now. I'm sorry. I, no, I'm sorry. Like, I feel so bad, man. Like, I could have one job. I got to come here and be, like, fun. And I'm just, like, sobbing on an airplane at 6 a.m. <laughs> like, <laughs> in a middle seat. I don't mean to <laughs> exploit you. I guess maybe I do. But, like, are you, like, crying? Oh, you crying? want me to do a thumbnail? No, are you... Are you <laughs> no, like, were you, like, actually crying No, on I was crying. I had to put my head down. And I was like, I hope they just think I'm coughing. And and then I was like, no, if they don't think I'm sick, do I tell them I'm yeah, sad no, I'm not sick? I'd rather the woman next to me be crying than coughing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but I do. Uh, I'll pause my story. It's pretty <laughs> inconsequential. No, no, tell it. Tell it. Well, we went to the, uh, we're baseball girls, you and I. We are. We are baseball girls. We love go- Couldn't tell you a fucking thing about the game. Well, we my, love to be I, in the environment. I sat next to my brother at this game that we went to. Like the 4th of July game at the Rockies is like the best firework yeah. show in Colorado. It's spectacular. They do it two nights, both like Friday night and Saturday night. And so my brother was like really teaching me about the game. And then I was like heavily invested and I was like, wait. Do I love baseball? Can we I mean, go to I'm a game tonight? I'm not going to watch it on TV. I bet my brother like has tickets to a game tonight if there is. He goes a lot. Yeah. We could go tonight. I'm down. That would actually be very fun. I'm super down. And it's fun to get into, you know? I honestly fucking love baseball. And so it's the 4th of July game. I haven't had whiskey, Coke. I don't drink soda. Yeah. There was like a pre-mixed whiskey uh, Coke Zero, like yeah. a Coke Zero. And I was like, oh, it has zero sugars. I guess I should relive my high school and have a whiskey Coke. Oh, so delicious. But anyways, yeah. I sit down at my seat. The motherfucker behind me is crying. Coughing, <laughs> coughing like a motherfucker. And I'm like doing everything I can, but yelling at this motherfucker yeah. to make him know I'm uncomfortable with him coughing because he's coughing like... It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And not even covering his mouth. Mm. And I keep looking back and his whole family's there just acting like it's fucking chill. Dude. And I'm like, if you have COVID, I literally Go have COVID home. right now. Yeah. Go the fuck home. And you know how I know this man sucks? Why? He went home before the fire fireworks show the game ended, and he's like i'm gonna go and then i heard the mom behind me was like he woke up at six and that's just like ruined his day because he never wakes up that early and i was like i wish you would have fucking left an hour earlier honestly why'd you <laughs> even fucking come my guy sorry anyways Dude, i would no, much rather I, but him i had cry. a similar thing at on set i'm in a pop-up tent because we're outside shooting these fucking like for some reason it was like they were shooting sexy scrubs pictures like band <laughs> cover scrubs like it was fucking weird weird tone and the one of the guys who worked at the scrubs company just kept coughing and he's like <coughs> and at one point i just turned and this is like not cool because he's technically the client and on a commercial set the client reigns supreme and everybody just has to like lick their feet and be kind to them and he's like ca- hacking up a lung and part of me is like i don't need this pa job you know what i mean i'm just money hoarding so like uh, there are times where i'll just like throw caution to the wind and be like a massive fucking asshole and i just turned to him and i was like are you good bro (laughs) he's like (laughs) he's like i just had this cough for two weeks and it's nothing to worry about i was like yeah the fuck it is motherfucker i'm not trying to get a cough for two weeks fuck off i just that's some kind of 
thing that some, it's crazy to me. It is. It's he a power was trip, right? Inside like that because too. he knows he's the client, so it's fine. Or does he I, act like that everywhere he goes? Because it kind of felt like maybe this is his vibe, and I, I'm just not. It I was just the, like a lot of people on the set. I was just like, mm, new mix unlocked. I'm not always like the most self-aware. Yeah, but those kinds of things I'm very self-aware about. Like if I have to cough or fart, you better believe I'm gonna do it in I'm like the most pro- polite oh. of man. Oh, what? Joe caught me farting. <laughs> he knows it's. I not bet icky. you're the type that rips ass on planes. He too, knows though. it's not icky. Of course, they rip ass on plane. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it's not icky. Did he confront you about yeah, it? Yeah, he did. What? To my face, bro. We were in bed and I ripped ass and I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a bummer in a minute." So we'll just hold, <laughs> hold still for a little while. And then he was like, "Hold me," and I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> no, he was like, I want some blankets. And I was like, I oh, don't know. That's even worse. Like, he's ruffling the blankets. So he ruffles <laughs> pulls them over and is just rancid. Is this a recurring? You told a similar story last week. I know, week. I know. But last week he blamed Icky. Okay. And so I just... <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling particularly guilty and giggly, so I couldn't hold my shit together. I was like, oh, Icky. (laughs) And then Joe just started laughing. He's like, yeah, Icky. Icky did that. And then (laughs) I tried to stick to my guns. I really did. I couldn't have him knowing I knew he knew. So I just kept pretending like we we both thought it was Icky. So now he knows your brand, though. Yeah, because then the next day when we went to the movies, it, we were in the car. You're farting in the fucking movie theater? No, too? I wasn't farting in the fucking movie theater. We just happened to drive by like a sewage plant and it stank like shit. And I was like, ugh, that smell. And Joe goes, is Icky here? <laughs> I said, no. Well, at least he loves you. Yeah, thank God. Because, see, I just couldn't be in that kind of relationship. And I've just been awful to him. For not two your weeks kind of relationship. No, I mean, yeah. like, not Non-farting. being able to, yeah. not being able to have your humanly bodily functions. I mean, I like the. I like the bear, the borders. Yeah, no, no, no. I think like respecting them and like, but when it happens, it happens. You know. Yeah, we we do be giggling. Today's podcast is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. But did you know it only takes a few seconds to get it? That means if you go to add it on your laptop or iPhone right now, you could be done before this ad read is even over. And there's nothing more satisfying than checking something off your to do list, especially something that can be done in one two seconds. And something else that works super fast is Honey's deal finding abilities. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your shopping cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites and when you go to check out the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons and if it finds a working coupon you'll watch as the prices drop. Recently there's been a lot of birthdays in my life. My mom just turned 60. Shane's birthday is coming up so I was doing like a huge shopping spree for wrapping paper and bows and when I went to check out on a $43 purchase, my savings totaled $6 just for simply having Honey installed. And Honey doesn't just work on your desktop, it works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. Getting Honey seriously only takes a few seconds and by getting it, you're not only doing yourself a solid by saving some money, but you're also showing your support for this show. So get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com sip. That's joinhoney.com sip to start saving today. Today's podcast is also sponsored by ZocDoc. And I know that you've been there. You're on the hunt for a new doctor and you're literally asking 
everyone you know for their recommendation, you know, for a doctor who actually gets you, who will listen to you, and that also makes you feel comfortable, which is shockingly sometimes rare. And after weeks of searching, you finally find the one and you call their office, you book the appointment, and then you realize the receptionist tells you that the doctor doesn't take your insurance. Well, you can wipe your tears and put away the ice cream because now you can head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor of your dreams who is perfectly right for you and also takes your insurance. ZocDoc is the free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located right near you, and treat almost any condition under the sun. And the average wait time to book a doctor on ZocDoc is just between 24 to 48 hours. And a lot of times you can even score same day appointments. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately with just a few taps, no more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. I've used ZocDoc on countless occasions, whether that's finding a chiropractor or when I had insane allergies. And I found a doctor that was top rated who actually worked for me when I got into the office. And so I genuinely use this service. And if you're in need of a doctor, you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash the sip and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash the sip. ZocDoc.com slash the sip. Okay, so why have you been a nightmare to him for weeks? Um, I'm tripping about this baby shit because I like don't want and I don't I mean, like, I don't know, like I want I want to be in a really good place for the baby. Mm -hmm. And that to me means like I have some landmarks that I need to hit. Right. No, I understand. But I'm also not trying to put your life on pause. Yeah, because I don't believe in that either. I believe the here and now is all that we have. And uh, withholding myself the joy and love of parenthood or whatever because I do feel like eventually you think god I wish I had more time with this kid mm -hmm. and the only way to get more time is to do it now <laughs> right but um so I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself to like have these scripts written especially because you've set a deadline for yourself to when yeah. you're going to start actively trying to have a, a child yeah and so like I've been like a nightmare trying to finish a draft of the script to just make sure that it's like good to go to the agent to the manager like good to send out to everybody and like it's an insane amount of pressure that like I'm actually feeling physically like when I finished the first draft before the first table read I felt like I had run a mile right and that's weird I think because I haven't I, ha I didn't move for 12 hours I think you need to remember hours. though like you can still have a successful professional life after the baby arrives yeah i think the problem i'm having is the start of that successful professional life i understand no i get it like even before i was what i haven't seen a moth what? in so long oh my god moth... the way you looked at it like it was a fucking ghost well <laughs> no it's because it's like i thought we had been past i won't bring it up again but i haven't <laughs> seen one we don't need to go down another moth 10 minute fucking <laughs> rant about the moth but, but you see one? i haven't seen one in about three so this weeks might be now. a mothman privacy and this is like Wow. Where is it? It flew past us. Oh, Hopefully he's God. gone forever. Jesus Lord. Anyways, no, Anyways. I, I understand in the fact of like, I but didn't it, open myself up to even have a relationship until I felt I got to a point in my career where I like, I was just hooking up with people randomly because mm -hmm. I knew I like, it, it is like this mental hurdle you have to get over. So, yeah. So I was tripping. I feel a little bit better now. I also think that like, I'm better I just need to get back on my schedule, but I, it's like, it's, 
it's spooky. Like it's a lot of pressure it to is. bring a little one out in these, this world. And I'm like, is he going to have a Harry Potter nursery? Like what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about putting all the Legos in the nursery and putting those lights in them. So they have soft little Harry Potter lighting. Year that round. actually is very cute. It sounds really cute to me too. <laughs> with like some soft color fucking like curtains in the room. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to be a little nugget with a big head. Wow. <laughs> yes. I'm excited about that. I'm very, I think you're going to be a wonderful mom. You're so obsessed with all your friends' kids. I, I think you'd be robbing yourself from so much joy. Yeah. Waiting I know, yeah. to hit a certain milestone. Well, that's why we're ripping the Band-Aid. Also, big news. My friend's baby, Kate, uh-huh. her baby, made her first phone call. And guess who the fuck it was to? Well, obviously you. It or was you me. wouldn't be telling me about it. It was <laughs> me. I get a call from Kate the other day, and I answer it, and I go, what the fuck do you want? And then I just hear... <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And then I hear Kate in the background and I realize this baby has called me without Kate's help. <laughs> so then I FaceTime and Kate goes, oh my God, she just called you. Was she, she just like had the phone to like, yeah. she was just like touching the phone. And she called me. Wow. Which I know was not intentional, baby girl, but like I have never God been makes so no touched. mistakes. God makes no mistakes. <laughs> I loved it. It was pretty funny. I like died. I was like, oh, of course I answered it with what the fuck do you want, bitch? But like, wow. Eh. She just said, eh. <laughs> they're pretty cute, man. I can't wait to And be then they get chunky. Oh, they so They go from like little cute. larvas to like little chunk monsters <laughs> who just destroy shit and scream. I'm ready to retire. Sorry. This podcast has been so fun. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, I could retire. <laughs> I could definitely retire. Okay. What is this about your first story time? Oh, I did my first story time vlog. Is it live? Did I miss it? Well, it'll be live when this comes out. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like a scary thing to do. Because it's all, the whole video is reliant upon if that story is entertaining or not. Yeah. And like you get halfway through and you're like, is this interesting? Because I've been telling this story for 20 years. Oh no. Is it the blowjob one? What? Oh. (laughs) What's the blowjob one? Or not the blowjob. Is it one of your, your like your Facebook one? The long... Oh, no, that's a stand-up comedy joke. Oh, well, you said you've been telling the story for 15 years. Yeah, this isn't a joke, though. It's a story. We were talking about that the other day, that you used to really, like, fuck with stand-up comedy, like you were doing the thing. Yeah. Wow. Yes, I did be <laughs> doing the damn thing. I did not enjoy it. No? And then when I met Joe, I got too happy to write comedy. They were all asking me if you were funny, and I couldn't remember. Fuck <laughs> like, you. I couldn't remember, because they were like... What do you mean you couldn't remember? Well, I was very twel- funny. I had jokes that had guaranteed applause breaks. It's been... Well, did you build those in? Yes. Okay, but that doesn't mean they're guaranteed. No, they are. That's I, what I'm saying. Every time they got an applause break. I think you're very funny, or I wouldn't have started a podcast with you because Thank I need someone you. funnier than me because I know you're very funny situation. And I also think you're a very talented actor. The more times I re- like rewatch Des- our housewives thing, I'm like, he's fully committed and he's doing like an organic natural performance right here. And I'm overacting and I'm obtuse and he's just, it's a nuanced thing you were doing. In well, that. I've always known that like <laughs> I put out into the world, like, Oh, I'm going to be a talk show host. I'm going to have a morning show, but I really, in my heart of hearts know that that means I'm going to have like a sitcom on the CBS Radford lot on any streaming platform. It doesn't mean it needs to be like the highest regarded sitcom, but I just know like when I'm 40, that's where I'm going to be. Okay. 
I just, I don't know why I have this weird premonition. And like everyone laughs at me because I'm always like, oh, I'm going to be a famous actor. No, you are. But I already know that I am. So like you can't tell me different because God has that plan for me. Um, I used to put on my calendar in high school that I would be in Hawaii on certain <laughs> dates. And I was always there. Really? Yeah. Wow. Let me write this shit down. Yeah. Because my dad like makes fun of me and like other family friends would be like, are you just upset because you're not going to Hawaii? And I'm like, no, I'm going to Hawaii, you fucking idiot. I'm upset because your daughter sucks and I'm sick of these forced playdates. And I'm not even being delusional. Like it could be a show that's centered around the teenagers and I'm just like the dad that's in mm-hmm. every episode, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to be there. Yeah, you'll you be there. You know what I mean? I'm going to have my parking space, yeah. CBS Radford. I love that it's in C- at CBS Radford because that Where means else? we can stay in the valley because I'm also part of this vision. Uh-huh. I'm assuming I'm writing it and show running it. I'm not oh in my it, God. but I'm writing it and show running it. Girl, and it's I've not never like had I've a better day to, to be... get along with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like the first time I wrote a script, I'm like, this isn't bad. And it's kind of my voice, even though it's not something I genuinely want to see. Like, I don't give a fuck about a Christmas movie. I'm right. like, this is really good. And There's... it was because it was us. Oh, yeah. So I'd love to write for you for your whole life. You're the funniest person I know. There's got to be a token gay dad in some sitcom somewhere. And let's... somebody's going to need me. Let's do it. It'll be about the fucking twins when they grow up. Dealing, right. dealing with IVF twinness. I'm curious, too, what, like, I know this is cheesy, but... But I do, I feel like a lot of people that watch the podcast also interact with the podcast regularly. Mm -hmm. I do want to know what some of you are like manifesting for 10 years from now. Oh yeah. What are you, let's manifest in the comments below. Yeah. Like a contract. Write it out. What's your 10 year plan? Where do you He's going to be the first gay Marvel guy. Without even like, without it being the thing that you want the most. Cause like being on a sitcom, like great job, like people's dreams. Chill as Is it my first choice? I don't know, but that's where I just, like, my gut knows I'm going to be. <laughs> oh, because your first choice is, like, an Aaron Sorkin fucking hard-hitting no, Apple TV No, Live with drama. Kelly and Ryan. Oh. That that would be, like, my first choice. Got it, got it, got it. Although I don't know if it is. I don't know if I want to comment on current events And do you really want to wake day. up at fucking 2 a.m. and not be allowed to eat anymore? And then listen to, like, the same, like, have big celebrities come on the show but not talk about what's actually going on in their life because their publicist says no, so you have to ask them about the movie that they don't even really care that they're making. They're just doing it yeah, no, to feed you. their family as well it's like no thank you i'll just eat craft services at cbs radford and be fine yeah <laughs> chris oh i mean i don't know i've always loved acting and I've, that's always been a thing like i'd love to act in a feature film it's always like films i'm not really a tv show person and that's all i want but i would love Miss to act with film note in, to self crossing you off my list in, in order of things i love it'd be act direct film feature films um and specifically uh these are very different but something like star wars or or polar opposite something like milk which i feel like is an incredibly important gay film that like meant a lot to me as a kid and like changed my life in many ways and like something of importance like that yeah but yeah elizabeth oh i think i've been very clear directing yeah okay writing and directing i want to write and direct my own films but you know what i'm a girl who just loves to work throw me behind the camera in a commercial you know <laughs> i'll write a sitcom for my best friend that honestly would probably be the funnest job yeah i would yeah and you're very fun i'm i feel happy for anyone that gets to work with you before that time comes because yeah. i feel like you're a good time on a set you know oh unless you're coughing in a fucking pop-up next to <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck was that dude? you're a down ass bitch i do feel bad about how awful i probably was to just look at on this set this week because I, a lot of people were unlocking icks for me and so i was just sitting there like this what other icks um 
I'm an asshole. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm an well, asshole. Okay, we've been known. Sarah's already confirmed I'm the asshole in this. Her best friend. One of them. One of eight. She, yeah, she's like, no, you're an asshole. And I was like, no, I know I'm an asshole. <laughs> okay, what? Paint the scenario. We're like, we're shooting scrubs. You know what I mean? Like, we're shooting nurses scrubs for print ad. And this photography team is acting like it's like we're in vietnam exposing war injustices <laughs> and i'm just like guys like it is not that deep what the fuck is happening here <laughs> like it was crazy the way they were like get that get that can someone i need someone help someone like literally just like calling people over it's like oh you wanted us to remove that piece of trash in the background like we can do that that's pretty easy like you just say like go get that trash bro and it's like i'll go get that trash bro and they're like, someone seriously, 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 I need something like the amount of seriouslys and the callings, like the turning around to calling, help, somebody help, there's ghost poop on the walkway, help, screaming. I was like, this ain't it. That wasn't what made me an asshole. That was them being an asshole. What made me an asshole is when they were having a good time, they were having a great time. And I was like, what is so fun about what you're doing right now? One of them <laughs> One of them was laying on the floor on their back and like shooting at an angle from their back. And then the corporate people were there thought that was funny. And it's like, okay, you can think that's funny. That's fine. And then they pull out their phones and they all start filming it. And then after they all film it, they show it to the photographer. And then the photographer starts laughing so hard that he's red in the face <laughs> and he's like on the brink of pissing himself. Maybe you just weren't in like, it. You weren't in on the moment. I don't Maybe think if you would there have been was there. a moment. I don't think there was a moment to be in on. And then 15 minutes later, he goes, show me that video again. <laughs> and then starts laughing at the video again as hard as it was the first time he'd seen it. And then he's just going, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Over and over, and I'm just sitting there holding my little fucking props tray, being like, I can't be here. And after you spent five months debating on your new balances, you don't even wear them anymore? I stepped in dog shit. Oh. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some hot tippity topics. Tippity talk, talk, topics. Obviously, first, we've got to jump into the Kardashians. I know this feud has been going on the entire season. Yeah. They've really milked this one. The fact that these, that Courtney and Kim didn't end up scalping each other and beating each other to a near death point is bullshit. bullshit. Because you know the anger that exists between both of them was of that. Yeah. And I can respect that they're responsible adults, but let's remember we're filming a reality television show. Yeah. Do it for us, guys. <laughs> the fuck? Because you One can One of the tell producers was like, I'm so proud of you guys for how you handled that. And I was I like... Mean, Fuck off. <laughs> the best part was Kim walking in and out. Yeah. Like the tension, like the way that they shot her walking up. Yeah. Also, Courtney's in the middle of getting her nails done and she just makes her nail techs Leave. wait in but her house. I know. They come back after the, the fight. audacity. They wait because you know that 16 minute fight that we saw was an hour. Yeah. And they cut it down. And so those nail techs were sitting down there twiddling their thumbs, probably eating yeah. amazing catering. I'm probably. sure she has a private chef. She has, she Actually, has a chef. I take it back. I'd probably want to hang out at Courtney's house if there was like a break <laughs> I, in what we were doing. Like I wouldn't be emotionally comfortable but i know that i'd be physically taken care of <laughs> i'd be like at the door with my ear to it but then they commented on it after so yeah. they're like in on all of it courtney's brought them all up to speed and if you don't know what we're talking about 
you don't listen to our show. And also, there's nothing that we're even talking about because it just feels like some contrived bullshit. Courtney's pissed. We also put this to bed. You're right. Like, Thank you. she should have dealt with her feelings. It took Thank me a long you. time to come to that conclusion, but I do stand with your with what you said. Well, we just can't be holding everybody responsible for our fucking reactions. Yes. And Courtney's main point here is that Kim didn't ask Courtney and Courtney didn't get the approval to tell Kim, yes, you can take this Dolce & Gabbana job or no, you can't. And it's like, of course, Kim didn't do that. Yeah. She let you know what was going on every step of the way, but she's an adult yeah. and she should not have to ask you for permission no. on what she's going to do with her life. My favorite shade was Kim saying, um, none of us are trying to take your like rocker vibe. No like, one's trying, no one's to, trying rock to rock out. out. <laughs> like neither is fucking Courtney. Courtney's the biggest goddamn poser I've ever met in my fucking life. And fighting with Kim would be, cause Kim comes with facts. Like she yeah. saved every phone she's yeah. ever had. She starts uh, like pulling out the facts being like, if only you knew I stayed away from the outfits you wore. I had all of the outfits that your wedding was inspired by in a vault. And also your wire, your wire, your wedding was inspired by my wedding yes yeah, she's like i got married in italy i had the yeah. performer that you then booked because he's my favorite singer yeah so if anyone's mad about who stole whose wedding you stole the my, wedding yeah. that i had um but where did i write this oh courtney said none of these details matter i'm like you've been bringing up the details this entire season courtney and yeah. now when kim brings up the details <laughs> they're suddenly no longer relevant and also yeah the details matter courtney these are soothing details for you while you're going through a crazy bitch thing and the fact that anybody was willing to sit down and talk to you uh, when they didn't have to is fucking thank you thank you for coming to me thank you for acknowledging my feelings thank you for not gaslighting me but telling me the truth of the situation so that i can relax the fuck out and i thought it was interesting that courtney even acknowledged that kylie had a deal with dolce and gabbana yeah. after the fact and too. didn't and, care and kim's like you didn't care about that one yeah. and courtney's like well mom brokered that and it was all mom and it's like well no it's clearly a thing between these two siblings mm -hmm. and your interesting point that i thought is you were pointed out that courtney said uh think about why you're so driven as if it's something bad about hurting her yeah because kim uh courtney's whole thing is like the backhanded shit she was saying to kim was i think you need to think about why you always need more like why you can't just settle for what you have and like as if kim taking this was like kim taking something away from courtney courtney they didn't make you a deal they were never going to make you a deal because this isn't your thing this is kim's thing yeah and just the fact that kim exists in this life doesn't mean that you are having things removed from your life in fact it means that you've been spoiled with an embarrassment of fucking riches she had to fuck Ray well, J on camera and she sucked and fucked the famous out of him and it trickled over to your fucking <laughs> neck of the woods. I, so say thank you, bitch. I also think Courtney's projecting though because I think Courtney in a lot of uh, circumstances wishes she had the motivated motivation or drive that Kim has. Yeah. So she's weaponizing that against Kim because she's like, yeah. I can never measure up to you because you will stop at nothing. And it's like, just because that's what fulfills Kim is yeah. like working. And Kim's like, it's not just about the money. Like Kim has money. It's not like everything she does Kim is likes to driven do by it. money. She wanted, I do believe that like, yes, the check's nice, but I do believe Kim's creatively fulfilled and excited by these things. Cause even you and I were both like that fashion show to us would mean nothing. 
anything yeah. because like it's not of our priorities mm -hmm. but for kim it was like exciting to take on this creative endeavor mm -hmm. and show the world that she had a, a, a position in the fashion world that like she even had to prove for herself because i think kanye dressed her and yeah. had a say in it for so long uh so i do think courtney's always just like well, why and also can Courtney i never amount to anything because kim's always up here well it's also like courtney's compare and despair sister you you're rich as fuck you have a beautiful family that you can stand and no one else can like enjoy it <laughs> oh my god i'm just saying <laughs> i think courtney and listen everyone i'm not saying none of their feelings or opinions aren't valid like right. just because they live luxurious lives doesn't mean like you no, can see I'm doc not, yeah I, and i know you're not but like you can even see documented like chloe that bitch just gets hit and hit and mm -hmm. hit like all the rich and comfortable things that she has in this world are just dragged down by all of like yeah, and she finally gets over all this shit then she has cancer on her face like mm -hmm. it's just like one two fucking punch everywhere she looks and she still she stays trying to have a good time yeah and so I think Courtney just needs to take on a little bit of that energy yeah. and be like, I live this fabulous life. I have a huge family. I have Travis that's yeah. obsessed with me. And, just and like, she's miserable. She's like, I'm miserable because I want for nothing and I have no drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think it would be hard to find your identity outside of your family if you are not well, driven like She's Kim. never tried to find an identity outside of the guy she's dating. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this DoorDash story that's been going viral? No. Oh, wow. What? It's pretty wild. So this uh, this woman orders pizza. She spends like $25 at Pizza Hut and tips $5, which is a 25% tip. Okay. So like, you know, when you're checking out on DoorDash, it's like uh, 15, 20, 25. I even think they have 28 now. Mm -hmm. um, one of the apps has even higher, which is wild yeah. like i understand what they're doing is more than just like waiting at a restaurant mm -hmm. like you're not just already there serving 10 tables like you're going to pick something up you're dropping it off but 25 percent is still a it's very crazy. generous tip yeah even if the amount of food like i think when you're a DoorDasher, you're able to see how big the order is and take it on or not take it on and i would assume that because he saw the tip before he got to the house and he, after the woman opens the door and she's like, oh, thank you for the pizza. And he's like, you're welcome. Just thought I would say this is a pretty nice house for a $5 tip. And so she released that ring footage and it's gone viral. Mm -hmm. And since then, DoorDash has fired. It is DoorDash, right? Yeah, it is DoorDash. They have since fired that driver. Mm -hmm. But there's like, I guess it just does bring up the larger conversation of like, what's enough? Because I feel like now you even go to these places where somebody isn't even really like doing something mm -hmm. of a huge service. And it's oh, like, there's 30% there's as an option. And you're like, 30%? I bought a yogurt at Burbank Airport. That was 15 fucking dollars already. Like that's how much it cost. And I bought it from a woman who's standing at a kiosk. She's done nothing but ring it up. Flips around the iPad. Flips around the iPad. And sometimes there's 30% there. There was today. I was like, a, and then there's no zero. <laughs> so I was like, specialized tip. Nothing. Are you fucking high? And I, I think because I 
it's not an issue, but I just feel like I have been blessed right now. And I, you've been not, a server. There, and I've been, in, I worked in the service industry for nine years. Yeah. I know what it's like. And I know like when I worked at Body Factory, which is a smoothie place where you really are working for the, yes. like that was a place where there wasn't an option for tips, mm-hmm. which I felt was harder than waiting tables. Mm-hmm. And there should have been a tip because you have a line out the door and you're like making these very complicated smoothies, yeah. which is very high stress and nobody tips so like now i'd be appreciative for that he also said fuck you after and she said you're welcome so as he was walking away he said the driver said fuck you which is probably why they had grounds to like actually fire him but it is just a wild place that we're in and i have this thing where they turn it around no matter what they did i can't not hit the highest one because i'm just like i've got to I, i understand why you do that and i'm not knocking you for doing that but i also feel like well, my point's not to be like a hero. My point's to say this woman did hit the highest yeah. percentage, which is the 25%, mm-hmm. and that still wasn't enough. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I there's no, like, where does the buck stop? You know what I mean? And just because somebody, just because somebody is doing better than somebody else doesn't mean that we're all entitled to what they have. You also don't know this woman's situation. You don't know yeah. if like, the one of them just lost their yeah. job and yes they still have this house, like or if they have five kids in that house and they're barely making yeah. it by like you just don't know anybody's situation yeah and i also feel like there are times when a tip that is uh, uh you know exceeds expectations is definitely important and i think that it's kind of fucked that the restaurant system can say that they're not going to pay its employees and that it's all tip based because that's whack. Yeah. But that's also not my choice. And as a consumer, I'm also like, I actually cannot afford to eat out like that and tip somebody that much. Uh, yeah. So then I'm just not going to a restaurant. And especially for a service that isn't a service. Yeah. Do you know ex- what I mean? Exactly. And, you know, even when it comes to some restaurants, specifically in LA, No one wants to be a server in L.A. No. But if you go to a different state, there are people who make a living as a server and they enjoy their job. And give you great service. And give you great service. And those are places where, like, if I can, I'm tipping you a fuck ton, dude. You were knowledgeable about the shit on this menu. You were kind to me. You were attentive. Like, all these things. And then sometimes I get to L.A. and I'm just like, has this person even come to the table? Yeah. Before I'm expected to drop a 25% tip when last year a good tip was 20%, yeah. a 5% increase well, in the tip the is other wild on top of inflation prices for the food. It's interesting how fast, like, because 20% used to be considered a good tip. A really good tip. And now it's like, we're getting to 30 yeah, is, like is that. becoming standard. Yeah. All right. I'm did glad you, you see put that one down. all this stuff going on with Britney Spears? I did. I didn't want to comment on it. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't want to comment on it. I just thought it was interesting that because she is of such a um, she is such a famous person yeah. herself, she experiences this a lot. She experiences people running up to her a lot. Where was her security? I think they were trailing behind her because oh. she kind of did run up. So there was this NBA. I believe he's an NBA star. Yeah, a, a basketball player for the Spurs it was walking around a casino in Vegas or on his way to a restaurant in Vegas. And Britney Spears sees him twice twi- and runs up to him and grabs him on the back. Well, she tries. Well, she tries. And then his security turns around and smacks her in the face, knocking her glasses off. And this is what I thought was interesting about it is like, so they're walking the NBA and his security are ahead. She's running up. She like puts her hand out to like 
tap on his shoulder or say hello. And before the security even sees if it's a man, a woman, anything, he just goes, like he didn't even look at the person. No. So like, I don't think it wasn't a personal, a personal attack on no. Brittany, but it was like, he didn't care to even turn around and say like, ma'am, please stop before he was like, and yeah. just like, and that was her point. She's like, her. I've been around very famous people with really psychotic crowds. She and is I'm... the famous person though. Right. Like she's Britney Spears. I think if yeah. anyone's going to have a crowd swarm her, and, it's her. And security's never popped anyone in the face. Right. I have seen security put arms out. And I think that's you know? very different than the. Bah! Yeah. I do wonder if that was simply one of these that got out of hand. You know, yeah. I am glad that she's like running around the world living her life though yeah. because it's she's not in her house she seems to always be on a vacation mm-hmm. and like good for her for getting out there and yeah. enjoying herself go live your life girl go live your life girly okay this story fucking like made my soul spin outside of my body <laughs> which one the drake talking about his oh, audition yeah, for degrassi to... we're watching degrassi right now oh how uh, we're, because I had never seen it. I tried so to Shane rewatch and I, it and it is not something well, that I Well, we started at season four um, and it is like, it goes there. For those of you that don't know, Drake. I think everyone knows Drake started on Degrassi. Started on a Canadian teenage uh, soap opera called Degrassi. And he, his character was actually shot in a, no, spoiler alert. I think everyone knows. Do that, you know? Yeah, I'm there. I'm, I'm already there. He got shot. He got and shot paralyzed. in a school shooting and he's in a wheelchair. So they call him wheelchair Jimmy. And so when I first read your headline on this, I thought, because it's just like Drake recalls getting high before his first Degrassi audition. And I was like, same girl. Yeah, but that's because, what I thought too. Like I, because it did. And now I'm thinking like, oh, if I auditioned, maybe I should just do beta blockers and I don't need to be stoned because being stoned kind of like takes down my yeah. walls of like being my self-consciousness yes it takes down my self-consciousness so that i can immerse myself and that's what i would do like when i was looking for agents or managers it's not like i was like driving stoned i would send in my like a uh, uh, monologue mm-hmm. that i recorded from my house and i'd get a little stoned before i recorded my monologue Damn. because i could just completely like i lived in a one-bedroom apartment with another person there were people on, like you could kind of hear and i'd be like oh this person's gonna hear me acting and think yeah. i'm crazy or there's like all these different things so i was like oh me and drake were the same but no he was like i got he I went, took this to existential crisis well first mode, he was bro. like i had the audition i went to hang out with some of my friends before the audition and because of peer pressure i got stoned before the audition and i i wrote this down because i just didn't want to like get it wrong but he was like because of the peer pressure he got stoned before his Degrassi audition and he wonders what if something bad happened that day or would have happened that day, like while he was stoned getting to the audition. And he goes, and what if it did? And what if I'm in a coma and I'm just currently living out my fantasy inside of a coma? And I was like, damn, daddy. Yeah. That's it deep as me, fuck. That just made my rash worse. And I was just like, whoa. Yeah, that's too deep for me. It's real fucking it's, deep. What did I write on it? Oh, shit like this gives me anxiety. And he's, what the fuck, Drake? Joe's running joke is that I'm dead. And oh. it's like, I think you could. Well, that's mean. It I was is, like, I think really we could mean. both li- live better little. Uh, we both live wonderful lives. Could you lives. imagine We're if this was my happy. fucking rashy ass dream? <laughs> that's what I was saying. I was like, I think we could uh, go a little higher. Like Drake Center is at seat the on Southwest. I understand how Drake can think that because he's like at the pinnacle of success. Because he is living a dream. So it's like, wow, like, is this my reality or did something bad happen? His dream is dropping Tabasco sauce in a fucking... 
and granted come dumpster to make sure some bitch doesn't get pregnant with his baby that's how famous he is he's probably he was probably so stoned while all of this transpired i mean he's probably stoned thinking about it of course yeah and so this is a voice memo that he like put on his instagram and it all started like sometimes it trips me out thinking about all of this is for nothing like the idea of life can just end and everything goes black yeah and what does that mean and i'm like damn drake's really got us thinking girl drake be hella deep <laughs> sensitive rapper types yeah damn <laughs> i is this worth talking about taylor brings out taylor and somebody else is this worth talking about god damn it i wish you gave a fuck taylor Chris. lautner can't sing or does he sing it's like why bring him out so there's a song about him called back to december i know but we talked about how like Taylor Lautner kind of stepped his foot in his mouth on the Today Show, uh-huh. and it was like so, so hear everything's me out. chill hear and me fine. Out. Hear me out. Okay. When Kanye West bombarded Taylor Swift on stage and said, "I'm gonna let you finish," but Beyonce had one of the best albums of all time. Yes. Do you know who was standing on stage with her? No, I don't. Taylor Lautner. Oh, okay. He was standing off I'm in the a back. Fake <laughs> he was standing off in the margins of the stage, just watching it, and he's talked about how much regret he has for that happening because he did nothing. He stood there and watched one of the. Like, it would the, be pretty hard to like go well, up to Kanye and a, be like, Kanye, stop. He thought it was part of it. He's like, he, he, Can you imagine having the balls to say no to Kanye? Also, but in no world did he even know that this wasn't planned. Right. Because why the fuck wouldn't it's this? It's Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. So when he when Taylor Lautner hosted Saturday Night Live, part of his opening monologue was talking about how he wished he had done something back then. And he pulls out this big fucking like. It's not a baton, but I'm going to diminish it to a baton. And he starts doing a little baton twirling on stage. And there's like a fake Kanye. And he does his like stage combat stuff at the fake Kanye. So basically, she made that music video with Joey King and Taylor She released it on a horrible night. Friday night. We should have released it the same night of the album because I was sitting there, 10 p.m. Colorado time, waiting to see if she made a music video for any of the songs. And she hadn't. And then she posted it on Friday night. I wake up on Saturday morning. I'm like, oh, she posted a music video, but I was already out and about. I haven't had time to watch it since. Well, she has Taylor Lautner doing all the things that he said he was going to do to Kanye. So he finally gets an opportunity to defend her with Joey King, who was in an original music. Has Kanye spoke out? Fuck no. Okay. Also... What? I'm going to be problematic. Okay. Is Kanye even Kanye anymore? What do you mean? I mean, there's some speculation that Kanye might not be Kanye anymore. Because he did say a few times, like, if I ever go away for a long time and then I come back, it's not me. And honestly, some side by sides, like, is it him? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's wild. It is, isn't it? So there's like some Avril Lavigne shit going on? Yes. Wow. Maybe. Hmm. Well, we're already way over time. I'm trying to think if there's any of these that we need to hit um, on. No. No. Okay. Well, everyone, this was very fun. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? I feel like we got along today. We did, and you got a good thumbnail out of me. Uh, oh, were you really crying? No. Oh. You can put some real tears in there, though. Okay. I was welling. <laughs> Take me to the pickle chips. I was thinking <laughs> next week we could do play with some AI I don't know if I'm down for that. Okay. Uh, next week's episode is going to be Barbie themed for the Barbie release. We're going to try all the Barbie collabs uh, with different food okay. places. So I'm very excited about that. As am I. Uh, I will eat everything this week. Yeah. Even this Shane was week. like, that was such a fucking tease. Yo, you got to you gotta bear in mind. No. I'm getting on a flight after these things. If I can't fucking stand to be in my own body and then go to an airport. Chris almost lost his life last time we left Well, you're too. spending the night tonight. So we yeah, get to have so a Yeah, so I can go big. It's yeah. almost a shame that we're not going to have a podcast tomorrow after all of our adventures tonight. I Who know. knows what will happen? Will we end up at the I baseball know. game? I will we I'm end so up? excited. Where to will to... we be? I have a pitch for you. Oh, gosh. 
All right, you guys, make sure you're following all of us on social media. Everything is listed in the description section below. We love you very much, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. And that's, that's the, the sip. sip.